Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we got our week number 10 defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We're we'll going over five defenses to stream, as well as four additional defenses that you guys might be wanting to look to the waiver wire to stream this week. We have four teams on by for week 10, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the LA Rams, so... Three of the better teams and the Rams are on by, which means that the games this week aren't very good if I'm keeping it a buck with you. But before we can get on into our week 10 defensive stream, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you're doing up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Whether you are new to the channel or not, make sure that you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. So without further ado, let's get into our week 10 defensive stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with my number one defense to be streaming for week number 10 of the 2023 fantasy football season, the Atlanta Falcons at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Falcons defense is currently rostered in 66.5% of leagues on ESPN and 11.1% on NFL Fantasy. So the roster percentage from platform to platform, as you guys all know, could be starkly different, just like in this case, a 50-plus percentage difference from ESPN NFL. So if you play on CBS, Sleeper, MFL, any of those other platforms, the roster ship or ownership percentage is going to be slightly different. Now, I get Nick the Falcons just choked to Josh Dobbs, who got there three days ago to play for the Vikings as their second-string quarterback. I get it, right? The Falcons lose 28-31, to but the defense played incredibly strong. The defense was rock-solid in that game. Four sacks, two fumble recoveries, one safety, and 31 points allowed. What more could the defense have done? Did you want them to get a pick six or something? Because honestly, that's what the Falcons defense needed to do to win that game. Now I get allowing 31 points stinks, right? That's not the best. But still, four sacks, two fumble recoveries, and they even got a safety in the game. And they lose, not because of the defense, but because Arthur Smith is as inept as it gets. They don't need to just fire Arthur Smith. They need to fire that motherfucker out of a cannon. Send him to the gallows because I, for one, am sick of watching this Falcons team with Arthur Smith as the head coach. As a B. John Robinson owner, Nick, you're supposed to be talking about the defenses here. I get it. I get it, but as a Bijan Robinson owner, it is so frustrating to watch Arthur Smith just bend my team over the table week in and week out. Ten years from now, we're going to see an ad on TV. Call 1-800-ARTHUR-SMITH so you can get a part of the class action lawsuit because Arthur Smith fucked millions of fantasy football owners. It is ridiculous. I am recording this video. It is 12.32 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday morning, and Arthur Smith still has a job. He still has a job. How has that man not been fired? But again, we're not going to go on some crazy tangent here. We got the Falcons versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals probably will have either Clayton Looney Tunes or Kyler Murray start. I think this will be Kyler Murray's first start. Obviously, things are way better with Kyler Murray compared to Clayton Toon, 
but it's going to be Kyler's first game back, and he's coming off a serious injury where he's probably not going to be running as much in game number one. So even though the Atlanta Falcons isn't some top-of-the-shelf defense... They're not the 85 Bears or something crazy. You don't need the fucking 85 Bears defense to beat the Cardinals offense, even if Kyler's the starter. The Browns defense, I get the Browns defense, one of the best in the league. Going up against the Cardinals, 27-0, something light. They eat the W like their name is famous, Jameis Winston. Seven sacks, two interceptions, one fumble recovery, and zero points allowed. I don't think the Falcons defense would even hold Clayton Toon to zero points allowed, but they're going to get after the quarterback, whether it's Kyler or Clayton Toon, and I I think they could get a pick or two in this game. So the Atlanta Falcons are my number one defense to stream this week, regardless of if it's Clayton Looney Tunes, that's all folks, or Kyler Murray. At number two, we got the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Houston Texans at home in Cincinnati. 15% rostered on ESPN for the Bengals, 37.7% rostered on NFL. Now the Bengals in week nine on Sunday night, football went up against the Buffalo Bills and they absolutely wiped the floor with them. W24 to 18. Honestly, that game felt like a shellacking from the Bengals, but the Bengals did kind of cool off in the second half they had a couple of crucial drops that ultimately made this game closer if you just didn't watch the game you looked at the stats compared to what the eye test would have told you the Bengals defense one sack one int one fumble recovery and 18 points allowed now i get that the houston texans just went on a tear they just ripped up the asshole they tore the asshole out of the buccaneers defense but there are levels to this in fantasy football, in the NFL. There are levels to defenses. I get the Bengals early on the season, the defense, the offense, were flopping around like a fish out of water. This was a limp dick organization, a limp dick franchise to start off the season. But recently, it's got some Viagra. It is starting to get harder. And this is a defense that... Again, I get C.J. Stroud just put up a miraculous performance, a highlight tape, right? But at the end of the day, that was against the Bucks, not the Bengals. I think if the Bengals take the lead early, the defense is going to shut the door. They are going to subdue any ounce of upside that the Texans have to come back into the game. Now, could the Texans score 21 points? It wouldn't surprise me. But they probably won't because they just hold they just held a much better Bills offense to only 18. Again, the Bucks defense got spit roasted by CJ Stroud. They lose 37 to 39. Baker has a good game, but it don't even matter. Three sacks, one fumble recovery, 39 points allowed. We all know that the Texans don't have the best offensive line in the league. Now they're not necessarily just like a turnstile. They don't spread like the Red Sea, Moses style. But they're not that great. And the Bengals defense, again, continues to get better and better week in and week out. And I think this is going to be the best version of the Bengals defense we've seen this season. Going up against a pretty mid-offensive line with a rookie quarterback. While he hasn't made a lot of mistakes this season, this feels like a game where we rip the Band-Aid off. And maybe there's a couple extra mistakes here up against the Bengals. So the Bengals are my number two defense to stream on the week. I think you can definitely make an argument between the Bengals or the Falcons as the number one defense right now. As I'm recording things, I lean with the Falcons, but again, it is very close. Moving now to defense to stream number three. To me, there's kind of a tear break between these defenses at number three. We got the Viva 
Las Vegas Raiders versus the New York Jumbo Jets on, drum roll please, Sunday Night Football, baby. You waited all day for Sunday night. You got Aiden O'Connell versus Zach Wilson, the MILF Hunter, and the Jumbo Jets, baby. 50.8% rostered on ESPN, 22.9% rostered on NFL for the Raiders. The Raiders defense week nine versus the Giants. You would have thought that this Raiders defense was world beaters. You would have thought this was the best defense in the fucking league. The Browns, the Cowboys, right? That's what we saw out of the Raiders. They eat the W 30-6. to They play up against... Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito's long-lost cousin and extra from the goddamn Sopranos. Moltisante's long-lost brother, Tommy DeVito, right? The Raiders absolutely take a shit on the chest, a Cleveland steamer of the Giants. The Giants' offensive line, literally, I think I could have rushed on in there and sacked Tommy DeVito, the Italian stallion. Eight sacks, two INTs, six points allowed, a huge W for brand-new coach Pierce, awesome to see. In the locker room, the Raiders were acting like they just won the Super Bowl, like LSU, after they won the national championship against Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson Tigers. The Tigers, because they were fucking smoking cigars in the locker room like they just won the Super Bowl. But I get it, right? It's a, it's a shift. You just went from some stooge in Josh McDaniels to potentially a coach that at least knows his head from his ass. So, congrats to the Raiders. And now, they get to go against... The Jets. Now, the Jets have yet to play tonight on Monday Night Football, so we got to go back, back, back to the week prior in Week 8 to look at their opponent's defensive stats. The Giants' defense, Week 8 against the Jets. The Giants lose 10-13. to That was a game the Giants completely threw away. Four sacks, two fumble recoveries, 13 points allowed. Now, there's going to be games where Zach Wilson gets a little bit wet in there. He, get, he dips his feet in the water and has a pretty decent game. We might see that tonight against the Super Chargers, but I think the Raiders' defense is better than the Chargers' defense because the Chargers' defense is straight-up dick cheese. So while Zach Wilson might be able to win this game because, hey, maybe the Jets' defense gets like a pick six or the Jets' defense starts playing so well that they're setting them up in field goal range all the time, and then the Jets kind of just poke them to death, right? But at the end of the day, with how garbage the Jets' def- uh, the Jets' offensive line is, I think Max Crosby and friends are going to get all up in the grill of the MILF hunter, Zach Wilson. Next up, we move to defense to stream number four. If you guys have enjoyed thus far, make sure if you're new to the channel to hit that subscribe button down below. And whether you are new to the channel or not, make sure you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. So we got the New England Deflatriots, the Patriots, versus the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. Guten Tag. Happy 9.30 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time if you're on the West Coast. If you wake up at 6.30 a.m. to watch the Patriots versus the Colts, you are a next-level football guy or gal because if it was 6.30 a.m. for me, I'm snoozing and I'm watching that shit later. So 47.8% rostered on ESPN for the Patriots. Defense, 45.6% rostered on NFL. Now I know this isn't the Patriots defense from earlier on in the season. That was pretty solid. But the Patriots defense... Because of the coaching from Bill Belichick, even when they have a bunch of schlubs out there, they still kind of make do. The Patriots defense against the Commanders, they lose 17-20. to 20. Three sacks, one INT, one fumble recovery, 20 points allowed. And that's mainly just because, not that the defense played bad or that we had a Sam Howell masterclass dissecting the defense like a high school science class, right? That's not what happened. It was just Mac Jones couldn't really do much. 
And that was all she wrote, right? It just wasn't a great offensive performance from the Patriots. And that's something we've came accustomed to at least this season as well as last season. Less the Zappinata Bailey Zappi was under center. So, again, the Patriots' defense isn't great. It's not terrible. The Colts are, are a team that I know the offense was kind of percolating against the Browns, but, I mean, they definitely came back down to earth against a Panthers defense that just frankly isn't very good at all. They Panthers lose 13-27 to to the, the Colts, but it wasn't the Colts having this great offensive masterclass. It was really that the Colts' defense arose them from the deep depths of earth, right? They Again, the Panthers lose 13-27, but... They only allowed 15 points because of the pick sixes. One sack, one fumble recovery. So, again, Gardner Minshew is very hit or miss. We've talked about this a lot this season. Gardner Minshew, to me, is very comparable to Ryan Fitzpatrick. There's going to be games where you got the Minshew mania. You got the Fitz magic, right? They even have fucking similar Minshew mania. Magic, right? where they pull the rabbit out the hat and huzzah, they have that great game, right? But there's also the games where the momentum starts to go against them and now they're turnover machines. Now they look like Stevie Wonder in the fucking pocket, right? They can't read a defense like Floyd Mayweather can't read the cat in the goddamn hat, red fish, blue fish, some Dr. Seuss shit. So at the end of the day, while I don't think the Patriots defense are world beaters in these defenses to stream videos, we're really just targeting offenses. And again, I think the Colts offense is an offense that is prone to making mistakes. I think Belichick, despite the defense not being that good, might be able to give a bit of a noogie to little Gardner Minshew. Now we move to defense number five to stream on the week. The Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. We're switching this one around. We're switching positions here. We went for the Patriots defense, the Colts defense, and these defenses are very comparable to me. I like the Patriots slightly more because I think that Belichick's going to have a strong grasp all over Mr. Gardner Minshew, but it's entirely possible that the Colts end up outscoring him because the Colts' defense has gotten a little bit hot recently in terms of turnovers. The Colts, again, were at the Patriots, but it's in Germany. 10.2% rostered on ESPN, 7.9% rostered on NFL. When the Dolphins went to Kansas City, or went to Germany to play the Kansas City Chiefs technically at Kansas City, that was a Chiefs home game. They're they're basically doing the fucking chop. They were it was a red sea, right? There were so many red jerseys in the crowd. It was crazy. I didn't expect that. But that's because Germany ha- is one of the has the rights to the Chiefs marketing, right? The Chiefs are able to market in Germany. It's something that the NFL is like the Dolphins, they have exclusive rights to Brazil. But the in terms of Germany, there's the Chiefs. Another team that can advertise there, the Patriots. So I think this is going to be a Patriots home game, even though the Patriots reek to high heaven, which might end up helping the Patriots defense. But before we break down more about the Colts and then get on into the honorable mentions, I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL Pick'em in the whole entire universe. And Underdog has a great offer for you guys all today that we'll be talking about in just a couple of seconds. But first, I want to explain to you guys how the Underdog Pick'em game works. So we'll be talking about the NFL in today's 
sponsorship part of the video, right? So we got the Chargers versus Jets tonight on Monday Night Football in MetLife. We're going to have to pick at least one player from each team for this to work. So we're going to go ahead and go with Cameron Dicker, higher than one and a half field goals. I feel like the Chargers are going to be able to move the ball, but not good enough to be able to actually score. So they're going to be kicking a lot of field goals in this one. And then we are going to scroll down to Brees Hall, higher than 56 and a half rushing yards. I think they're going to unleash Brees Hall in this game. Now, both these picks hit. We'll get three times our entry fee. If we use three picks, it's six times. Four picks is 10 times, and five picks is 20 times our entry fee. Obviously, all the picks have to hit. Now, if you are new to Underdog Fantasy and live in one of the states on your screen right now, you will receive a first match deposit bonus of up to $500 if you deposit using the link in the video description or promo code Notorious. So you deposit $500, they will give you an additional $500. You deposit $100, they give you an additional $100, $50, additional $50, $25, additional $25. The minimum deposit on Underdog Fantasy is if you have a gambling problem, please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back on into things here, Colts at Patriots. The Colts defense did the job, right? I was talking about that just before we talked about the Patriots game. The Colts defense really closed the door on the Panthers. The Colts defense did a lot of the work. They had Bryce Young looking stupid, four sacks, three INTs, Two touchdowns and 13 points allowed. And with how Mac Jones has looked for a majority of the season outside that game against the Patriots, he had a decent game against the Bills as well, he has shown nothing. Now, again, he is not given. Now, again, like, the Patriots fans, they've got every fucking excuse in the book. It looks like a goddamn CVS receipt, all the excuses that they've got, right? But some of it's true, right? He has no one to throw the fucking ball to. DeMario... Douglas is your number one receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster, TikTok boy, Corvette, Corvette, right? He doesn't have a lot of weapons. The offensive line isn't great. I get it, okay? But at the end of the day, it's not like that offensive line, the wide receivers are magically just flying into Germany, right? They're just magically going to appear in Germany to play for the Patriots. So I think we're going to see a solid version of the Colts defense yet again. Commander's defense, week nine at New England. They eat the W 20-17. to One pick, 17 points allowed. The Commanders just traded away their whole entire defense with Chase Young and Sweat. So it's not like anyone expected a Commanders defense masterclass there, which I think could be possible out of the Indianapolis Colts. Now we move to the additional defenses stream. Again, if you've enjoyed this far, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button down below. The additional defenses here, the extras, defenses that probably aren't available, but if they are, I would pick them up. And if for some reason, even though a lot of the defenses were low-owned in today's, low-rostered in today's video... If you don't have them available in your league, just ask in the comment section. I'll try and help you out. Point you in the right direction. So defenses that aren't available again, but if they are, I'd pick them up. At number one, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Giants. Seems like Daniel Jones is out for the season, which sucks. Nothing went right for the Giants. Probably going to be Danny DeVito's cousin, DeVito, out there yet again. So good luck. Good luck to them. At number two, we got the Steelers versus the Packers. Jordan loved me, tender loved me, sweet had a decent game. But again, he hasn't really been great outside the first couple games of the season. And the Steelers defense is pretty solid. Then we got the Jets at the Raiders. I know Aiden O'Connell has kind of surprised some people. But again, still Aiden O'Connell. And the Jets defense is, even if Justin Herbert goes crazy tonight, I don't think he will. But if he does, right, he just whips his cock out, slap him front hand, backhand like that Key and Peele sketch. 
no one is going to be like, oh, the Jets' defense is washed after one down game, right? And then the Bills versus the Broncos. Again, the Bills' defense is rotten to the core. The Bills' defense is bad news bears. But if they can't figure it out against the Broncos, then I don't know what, what to tell you, right? You don't need a excellent defense to be good against the Broncos. Thank you guys all so much for watching. If you did up enjoying again, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below if you're new, whether you are new to the channel or not, make sure you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. I can't believe it is already week number 10, but we got to keep building, keep getting our team set up to win our fantasy football championship. Again, there are four teams on by this week, the Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, and Eagles. This is a bad week of games. There are really bad games. If you thought week nine was bad, things are even worse in week 10, but maybe the games will just be good. I hope so, at least. I love you guys all so much, genuinely. We are so, so close. We're knocking on the door to 30,000 subscribers, so again, if you're new, hit that subscribe button. Whether you are new to the channel or not, make sure you leave a like on today's video. Love you guys all so much. Hope you have a great one, and as always, good boy!